Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the big show. Yeah, Talking Trek is live. What's up? Welcome into Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I am your host, Ultimate DJs, and this is Talking Trek Live. Welcome into the show. Yeah. Hey, do you think, do you think whenever I do that, like, hey, you know, we're live or welcome live. Do you think, do you think that people who listen on podcasts get confused for just a second? Maybe. I know we're live taping, right? It's like the Tonight Show. You know, they take that all the time. It's not live. They tape it and then they play it back like it's really live, but it's not. It's taped. That's what we're doing right here. Yeah. Hey, welcome in, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I know. Welcome into the show. Appreciate you being here. Who's hanging out with us today on this beautiful, sunshiny, icy, cold, frigid, under three feet of snow Wednesday? Huh? Welcome in to the show. Let's do, uh, let's do a Talking Trek server sound off. See who's hanging out with us. Scaly back from the Outback on 193. Thank you. Meta Evil Knight on 13. Welcome to the show. Zakara 136. Ape on server 21. Lord Farquaad says, uh, war. Day two of war on 147. Johnny B. Good. What's up, buddy? Chadwell's on 29 and 55. Thank you. Raging Ginger live from server 31. Dirty Snowman on 37. Thank you. Virtual Army 135. Lady Kess from 15. Shout out from Apex server 196. What's up, El Chipo? Farty joining us from Founder Server 190. Thank you. Hugs and Cuddles on Server 29. Chronic Break on 18. Infinite Key. Server 9. Crazy Bob 141. Jerry Ryan 146. Blue Mandalorian on 8. Meows on Server 27. Thank you. Welcome to the show. Captain Caboose on 146. Chala. Server 15. What's up? My Beglin on the Panar Server 32. Stony Dude, Server 10 representing. Welcome, Data on Server 32. Vita, 131. Belva, 131. The Looter, Server 190. Welcome into the show. Hudson, 146. Wicked Witch, Talking Check Moderator. You're on Server 15. Karkin, also on 15. Commander Taylor, 192. <laughs> and, and his server number is higher than the number of points he needed in the milestone. <laughs> Sorry, right, it's not funny. Uh, what's up, 704? <laughs> the Haggis, Server 16. What's up? Appreciate you. Hey, Bernard, what you doing, buddy? Captain Planets is here. Gator is here. A brand new name. Welcome from Server 28. Gator is here. Jonathan Ingram, DC Prime, Lieutenant Razik, all from 15. Thank you guys also very much for being here. 82 additional messages, and uh, that is super duper awesome. Welcome in to the show. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Commander Taylor. It's uh, It's... It, I don't even know don't how... Don't apologize that you can solo the server milestone for a <laughs> server, okay? Come on. Oh, Commander Taylor, you poor cow. I'm telling you, man, th this this is this is a problem. This is a problem, Scopely. When server 192... Like, the server number is literally higher than the, than the number of players that they have. <laughs> it's not funny. It's a very serious thing. Very serious. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Taylor. Where's hey, you know what? We bring attention to it every week, don't we? Like literally every single show, like you're you're that guy. You bring attention to server one ninety two every single week and, and we have to talk about how there's no players on your server. Oh, it's uh it's a sad and, and delicate thing. Taylor, you know, we we did a follow or we never really did like a, a big follow up after your merger. Um we should do that. We should do that sometime soon and, and talk about, you know, 
how the game got a little bit better for you guys initially, but you know, obviously it's still pretty lonely over there. So uh, maybe we can talk about that uh, coming up very soon. I would like to welcome everybody into the show. Thank you guys for being here. Goodness gracious, half of the country is under a foot of snow here in the United States. I don't know what what's looking like abroad. Is I mean, does anybody else have this this thing? Is anybody else having this thing go on? Because it's like it, it's weird. It's like this weather system is like covering the whole country. I've never seen, you know, like you guys joke, I've got bad weather here and it's sunny somewhere else. And then you get snow last week and then, you know, I get snow this week. This this one is all over the United States. Like, so I was traveling. You guys knew I was traveling. All right. I was in Ohio. I was in Dayton, Ohio. By the way, we've got a lot of listeners in Dayton. I got a lot of messages. I got some restaurant recommendations. Thank you, guys. I appreciate that. Um, I flew out Monday. Uh, Monday afternoon, I guess we landed and right as the weather's starting to turn. As a matter of fact, my flight got moved up. Now, I think I told you guys that um, I wasn't taking a commercial flight. They sent a jet, okay? So they call us Monday morning and say, hey, listen, the weather's going to turn in Dayton. We'd like to move up your flight by three hours. So we're going to send we're going to send the jet a little bit early. And I said, okay, you know, no problem. So we got our team together and we we went to the airport early and we we boarded our Lear jet. It was a Lear 60 or a Lear jet 60. Very small plane. I tell you I I was um I I don't fly much. I've never flown on a Lear jet. Okay? I've never flown on on like a private jet like that. I was expecting something <laughs> more than what it was. I, I mean it Maybe the movies have played it out. Maybe maybe I'm looking at Air Force One and I'm expecting that to be, you know, my jet uh, that was taking me to Dayton, Ohio. Uh, I was expecting something more than what it was. It was a very, very small plane. All right. You got Indiana Jones in the when he had to jump out, right? It was very, very small. As a matter of fact, no lie. Let me tell you this. All right. I'm going to spend a few minutes telling you about my trip. All right. It was so small. And, and there were only six of us, okay? Six passengers plus the two pilots. So we get, we, we board the jet. All right, we're sitting on the runway. Captain comes back and is like, okay, we're going to have to distribute some weight differently. Okay, like we're going to have to move some people into different seats. So they were like, okay, you know, DJ, you move here. And, you know, Keith, you move here. And, and uh, oh, by the way, by the way. Okay, so let me back up here for a second. Is big country here? Big country. I think you're here. Listen. I have never before in my life met you in person, okay? But I had to question myself for a second. If I wasn't sure about what you what you do for a living, all right, then I would have thought that we ran into each other because it was five people from my dealership plus one representative from a, a third party company that was joining us to go to this this uh, this place, okay, to go to this conference in Dayton. Dude, his name was Big Country. Like, everyone called him Big Country. All right? And I'm like, and so then I start listening to him talk, and I'm like, oh, my God. His voice kind of sounds like the same. And, and this guy that I'm talking to, like, that I'm, that I'm getting to know, he's, like, six foot seven tall. Okay, huge guy. Like, and not, not, like, big, huge, sloppy fat, like a big dude. You know what I'm saying? The kind of dude that could hit a softball a country mile. All right, I'm telling you. So here's here's him, six foot seven, three hundred pounds of pure beef. All right, lumberjack size, Scaly, you got it. And he's sitting on this plane. 
Okay. Well, listen, I ain't a small cat. Okay. And, and we had, you know, uh, three other dudes. And, and so, yeah, we just sat wherever. They were like, oh, yeah, guys, we're going to have to move you around. Okay. We're going to have to move this. So, so then they put us in different seats. Okay. Then they go back up to the cockpit and we're waiting for a few more minutes to get ready to leave. He comes back again. He was like, okay, that didn't do it. <laughs> so you change here. You change here. All right. He goes back up to the cockpit. Five minutes later, he comes back. He's like, yeah, that's not working either. Okay. That's not working either. So at this point, we're actually now becoming concerned that we're going to have to leave somebody behind because there was too much body weight on the plane, on a Learjet. So finally, they get it all sorted out, all right? And we take off and we go. And it's a very small plane, all right? So it's a, it's a very bumpy ride. I, again, Did I would have... to sit on someone else's lap? I would have expected... To wait properly? No, they, they ended up getting it out. But let me tell you, okay? I, I know a lot of you guys have probably flown before, okay? If you've flown on a commercial flight, all right, then you know... I mean, it's not, it's not spacious by any means, but, you know, most people can stand up. Most people can walk around a little bit. Most people can go to the bathroom, Okay? But not on a Learjet 60. And this is why I'm saying my, my expectations were, like, rocked, okay? Because this plane was so small. It was like if you needed to go to the bathroom, like, you were going to stand out where the seats were and just, like, kind of, you know, pee against the wall. Like, it was – if yeah. you – I mean – But the issue is – the issue is a Learjet is so fast you don't you got time to pee. Well, okay, fair enough. And it was fast. We flew – at like 460 miles an hour. All right. It was really, really fast. I made it from my, from my location to Dayton, Ohio in 38 minutes in the air. 38 minutes in the air. I mean, we, we ascended. All right. We didn't even go up. At the we didn't even. Yeah, we were at the airport a little while. We didn't even get like to the peak. You know, like we didn't fly where commercial airliners fly. Like, you know, 30,000 feet. We didn't get there. Uh, when we're going to Dayton, we went up to like 17,000 feet. And, and I kid you not, I felt like we were in the air for like four or five minutes. And then we start to descend. Like after you take off, you know, you, you feel it. You can feel it in your belly when you're ascending. And then it levels off, right? But we weren't leveled off but, but like pff, 10 minutes. And we start descending. I'm like, There's, something's wrong. Something's wrong. They're like, no, we're, we're here. I was like, What? We, we made it. I mean, we were in the air. I'm not even kidding you. Maybe 45 minutes, wheels up to wheels down. It was mind-blowing. But, man, a bumpy ride. Bumpy ride. And you can't move. We couldn't move. It was so crowded. But it, it was nice. Those chairs were made of leather. And they did, they, they did have, like, you know, little snacks and drinks and stuff in there. So that was nice. But yeah, I've never flown on a jet. I've only flown twice in my entire life, so flying on the jet was was interesting and and you know a new experience for me. I've never flown on a private jet. It was it was it was interesting, but but yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah Mac. It, it wasn't a very long flight anyway. So anyway, that was my experience. So then we get to Dayton. All right, uh, Monday night. You know they're wanting and dining us. <clears throat> Tuesday morning we wake up. We look outside. There's a foot of snow. We're like, oh crap. We're not going to make it home today. The plan was for Tuesday morning early for us to go to this conference, be done by 4 o'clock, and then catch a flight back home. Yeah, they came to us like before lunchtime, and they were like, yeah, we're not flying you out today. So we got stuck in Dayton for an extra day. And, uh, and if, you know, I mean, it was fine. We got a little bit more time, you know, at this conference, you know, because it was, you know, it was very informative. I actually really, really enjoyed the conference. 
Um, but we had a little bit more time there to meet the presenters and, and talk and stuff like that. And then after that, they wind us and dined us again, put us back into you know nice hotel. And then we got up early this morning, and fortunately, thankfully, we were able to fly back. Now, I'll tell you one last thing before I move on. One last thing that really scared me this morning is that we get out. And so, you know, obvi- there's still a foot of snow in Dayton, okay? By the way, shout out to all the Dayton listeners out there. By the way, several people messaged me. I'm from Dayton. Really cool. I wish I had more time because I would have, like, you know, met up with some of you guys. It, it, I just didn't have any time while I was there. But um, y'all still 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 have a foot of snow so they drive us to the airport and i mean and our shuttle van is just all over the road slipping and sliding everywhere they put us in this big van this rear wheel drive van and we're sliding all over the place and i'm thinking there is no freaking way that this plane is going to be able to take off we get to the airport all the runways are still covered in snow they they had one of them cleared off okay that obviously they had one of them cleared off and i'm telling you man even, you know, like, as the, as the jet is, like, taxiing over to the runway, you know how, like, they just kind of drive, you know, on the runway to get to other runways or whatever? The, <laughs> everything that we drove on was solid ice. I'm thinking to myself, like, how on earth is it going to be possible for this plane to generate enough thrust on this ice to be able, I mean, even while we were just taxiing, I felt like we were slipping and sliding. It was a terrifying flight. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to wrap up with that. It was a terrifying flight. I was scared to death. And I don't like flying anyway. I don't like flying anyway. It was a bumpy ride. The, the runways are covered in snow and ice. And I'm thinking, this thing is generating ridiculous amounts of thrust. Razik, I know that they don't drive their wheels which is probably even worse because the thrust is coming from the engines, right? So it would be super easy for, like, the wheel to get out from under it. It just, like, you know, fishtail or something. It, it, was, it was just scary, man. It was so scary. And I don't like flying. I've only flown. This makes the third round trip in my entire life that I've ever flown anywhere. And I don't care to repeat it ever. I hate flying, man. I mean, I will. But, God, I will. I should have drugged myself up. <laughs> and I didn't because I was going to work. I should have taken many, many sleeping aids. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. That was, that's was that been my last three days. And for that reason, for that reason, I have been incredibly out of the game. And I do apologize. I've been PMing a bunch of people today to get stuff that, that's happened this week that we could talk about on the show. Because I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. But uh, we were we were able to come up with stuff. Now, Captain Bull says we can't be friends anymore. Captain Bull literally, like, you, you, like, build or repair or design airplanes, right? Like, that's your career. You work on, on airplanes. I, it's not that I'm just, I'm just scared. I'm a scaredy cat, okay? I, listen, I fully acknowledge, I fully 100% acknowledge it is the safest way to travel. Okay, I know that. Statistically, analytically, mathematically, which, you know, I'm a math guy, so I should be, I should take peace in that fact. All right? I should take peace in the fact that it's the safest way to travel. But I'm telling you, man, that doesn't make me feel better inside a tuna can with leather seats at 12,000 feet, <laughs> and we're just jitterbugging around, all right? And then, you know, <laughs> it was very scary. Thank you, Hal, for the, uh, the image of that. I uh, appreciate it. Um, welcome to the show. Now that you've got 15 minutes of my harrowing last 72 hours, that's that's what that was. Uh, let's get into the show. We do need to check in very quickly. I will abbreviate the stupid news today. 
I will abbreviate the stupid news because we, you got my real life for the last 72 hours, which was stupid enough. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to check in with the Talking Trek newsroom and find out what's going on around the world. Stupid! With the stupid news. No! Time for the stupid news, everybody. <laughs> oh, man. Dunk, it could have been the stupid news. My last three days. <laughs> My last three days absolutely could have been the stupid news. As a matter of fact, here, I will. Now, so the day that we're flying, the day that we went to Dayton, all right, it was it was really very cloudy, the, you know, all the storm and everything moving in. Uh, but today I did get to, uh, I did get a really nice, pretty picture. Here it is. I'll send it to the chat room. I did get a nice, pretty picture. Uh, uh, from the from the flight as we were departing Dayton before we got above the clouds and it was it was pretty it was very pretty uh, that that's the one thing that I do like I do like you know looking I like looking down when I'm in the air you know seeing all the little squares and the roadways and all so it's a, that's a very pretty picture you can see the edge of the earth in that picture so it was, it was nice um, anyway. Let's find out what's going on, ladies and gentlemen, in the stupid news. Oh, goodness gracious. Embattled governor, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo uh, is in the news. Uh, Democrats been uh, Democrats, Republicans alike. You don't have to be partisan to, to be slamming on Andrew Cuomo right now over the shocking COVID-19 nursing home cover-up. Um, Queens Assemblyman Ron Kim even stating that it's all BS. Everything is crazy about what Andrew is saying. It's so obvious that Cuomo dropped the ball here. So, good news is, after he's fired, he's already been picked up with the New York Mets. You know, for <laughs> dropping the ball. <laughs> after. <laughs> so, <No. laughs> yes, I know. So, listen, we talked a little bit about the weather, okay? Like, stage one has, has happened, okay? Half of the country is under at least a foot of snow, but it doesn't stop there, okay? We got a little bit of a break, but at least here further on the eastern seaboard, we've got another eight inches coming starting tonight and leading into the weekend. We've got another three, four days of extremely cold temperatures and heavy freezing precipitation. But throughout this entirely unprecedented countrywide winter storm, more than four million people have been left without electricity in the state of Texas alone. Sub-freezing temperatures, no electricity, and no water. I, f I feel bad. I do feel bad. I mean, that's a terrible situation to be in. Texans, though, they remain proud, and they say they're going to be just fine. They say they're going to be just fine. I'm, they got a lot of Tex-Mex restaurants, maybe. That produces gas. Gas produces heat, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, no, Texans are standing proud, saying that we are good. Texans saying that uh, obviously the situation is disastrous, that it is uh, an emergency, but they are built to handle it. Many were left without heat as the mercury dropped to single digits, and the Lone Star State's electric grid suffered a catastrophic failure Monday due to snow, ice, and frigid temperatures. The electric grid is such a catastrophic failure that they're thinking of renaming it Kanye's presidential campaign. Oh, oh, oh. See, that's how you take lemons and turn it into lemonade, everybody. Director Karam wow. Gill, director uh, Karam Karam Gill's calling Takashi 69 a horrible human being 
ahead of the debut of his documentary on the uh, hip-hop artist. Uh, this is noteworthy, because that is easily the nicest thing anyone has ever said about Takashi 6 9 uh, So <laughs> there is that. A mass, trans- <laughs> A mass transit authority worker in New York has resigned after the MTA's watchdog organization caught him having extramarital relations with a woman at a rail yard. Uh, the guy, <laughs> he may work for the train system. He's clearly letter, uh, better at, at laying pipe, though. Uh, <laughs> uh, what the, was that? She was the, running a train? Uh, no. <laughs> Nobody said that. Uh, the kicker is, get this, the kicker is he was doing the deed while collecting overtime pay. So, ultimately, he was actually screwing everybody, okay? Like, everyone. It was not just one person there. So, he was running a train. (laughs) The guy uh, has always enjoyed uh, trains and sex, apparently. Uh, His favorite show growing up was Thomas the Spank Engine. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, The Senate voted to acquit Donald Trump earlier this week in his impeachment trial that happened over the weekend. Uh... (laughs) It's not over, though. He's still in big trouble once the mail-in votes come in, apparently. That's what they're saying. Uh, Trump is the first president in history to be impeached twice, and now he will be the first president in history to be impeached a third time. I'm predicting it. Crystal ball, okay? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they're they're never going to stop. They're never going to stop impeaching this guy. I see spinoffs in the future, Fusion. I see it. We're going to have the masked impeacher. We're going to have America's Got Impeachment. Like, they're going to make this big thing, okay? It's it's never going to end. Chelsea Handler and Cher are in the news amongst a group of celebrities calling for the Dakota Access Pipeline to be shut down. Uh, Listen, I I get it. Like, there's the stuff with the Keystone and and now Dakota. Listen, somebody needs to tell these celebrities to think twice. If we don't have oil, we're not going to be able to make the plastic that goes in your face. Okay? I'm just throwing that out there. You need to settle down just a little bit. No oil, no plastic for your face. Okay. Chelsea Handler didn't specifically speak out against the Keystone Pipeline. Apparently, she thought it was filled with Keystone beer. So she's not she's not arguing against that one. Finally. <laughs> no. Uh, finally, the Internet continues to break Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady's chops as videos of him getting plastered at the Super Bowl parade are still circulating on the Internet. Um, I th- you know what? Listen, for me, I was just I thought it was a strange sight. I think it was strange to see him on a boat because usually the dude walks on water, right? So I was—I thought it was a little weird <laughs> to see him on a float. Uh, that's just stupid news. Oh, come on. That was good. He walked on water. He does. Dude's a daggone goat. Uh, anyway, that's just stupid news. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> anybody, see, did anybody – that was good. Did anybody really actually regret missing the stupid news? No, everybody loves the stupid news. Uh, what anyway. stupid news? Yes. Um <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Anyway, uh, welcome into the show. Appreciate you guys being here. Uh, thank you. Meta Evil Knight says, okay, back to work. That's all I was here for. Thank you, Meta Evil Knight. See you, buddy. He was here for the stupid news. That's what you got. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's so good. Appreciate you guys uh, for being here. Thank you. Uh, welcome in. Now, I know that he said he's listening. He's actually, get this. This is how dedicated our left-hand man is. Gregor is actually servicing a customer. He is actually doing work. He is on a call, but listening right now to the podcast. So shout out, uh, Gregor. Uh, just hop in whenever you get here. Thank you. Also, would like to welcome to the show, right-hand man, and uh, part one of two of a resident whale team, uh, <laughs> Big Country. Big Country, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? 
Hey, man. There he is. Welcome to the show. Can you believe that? That I actually met another big country? Like that that's and everybody called on that. When we got to the conference, that's whatever they didn't call him Keith. They didn't call him by his real name. They call, sorry, I didn't mean to put your real name out there. I'm still convinced it was you. All right. Yeah, I mean, even even your voices sound the same. All right. So I think well, I mean, I, I'm three. I'm three forty. So well, he said three twenty five. Okay, that's what he said to the pilot when we were getting on the plane. But I mean, it's, nobody tells the truth, right? So big country, you now need to be called bigger country. <laughs> bigger, bigger country. I'm telling you, uh, if I didn't know what you did for a living, which I'm now questioning, I think maybe you've lied to me about it. Okay, pretty sure you work for this company that I went to visit this week. Because I mean, it sounded like you. He, he, he fits your physical description, all right? He even talked about playing softball, big. Like, that's, he even, he talked about playing softball. I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is him. Like, that's what fat guys do. <laughs> I was like, this is him. I even thought about saying, like, you know, hey, man, are you, are you big? Do you play a Star Trek game? Because, like, I mean, then I would have outed myself, right? I would have given him a true identity. I didn't want to do that. But, uh, but yeah, no, I, I, could, I could have swore it was you, man. Just absolutely could have swore it. Yeah, doppelganger, okay? Um, but uh, anyway, appreciate, uh, appreciate that very, very much. Uh, thank you for being here, man. Uh, listen, was it a busy week in the game? Because pff, I haven't been in it, all right? I haven't been in it. I do have a couple of things that I want to touch on, but you know what? Let me let you drive this conversation for a second because you played more than I did this week. Uh, what do we get Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday? Anything new and exciting? I thought the uh, I thought the events were like light today. I thought it was like I know we had talked before because it was ironic because I thought we talked before. I felt that you know there was the same amount of free events that you typically get, and then if you wanted to do more, you could use the tickets. But I thought today like there was really only the separatists, and then you you had one event to pick from. So I thought that that was they were kind of a little uh, bit a little light bit light today. today. Uh, so yeah. the Alliance leaderboard uh, that – or not the Alliance leaderboard, the solo leaderboard, the rescue officers ended yesterday. Man, I would have loved to have played in that. I just had no time. Uh, I did kill a few hostels. I think I got to like 89th in my bracket. It was really, really bad. I just had no time for it. Uh, would have loved to have played in that. The payouts looked respectable. Uh, but, yeah, I'm looking through here. I see, of course, okay, there's dailies. There's battle pass overflow. The Doomsday Missions, um, Server Milestone is done. So, yeah, we got the ticketed events, and we've got an officer leaderboard. And you know what's ironic? Listen, we posted, we talked about this, and then we even clipped it and turned it into a YouTube video big, all right? How Scopely was, was like, listen, at that point, there was no direct acquisition. There was no direct acquisition. So, like, we talked about, you know, do you buy the tickets or do you get this pack or that pack because there were no packs to get the officers. By God, man. I had to wake up this morning big, look in the mirror, and I saw a little bit of egg. Saw a little bit of egg on my face, okay? Because, like, the day after we launched the YouTube video, what do we see? We see the recruit, uh, we see this TOS recruiting officers leaderboard, and then we see direct acquisition packs. And, and you know, you, you know, I've said this before. I feel like that is, is straight pay to win. I mean, you buy, if you buy an officer pack, you're getting, like, a gazillion points in this event. And, and you know, that takes out the element of being able to, you know, use your recruit chest or use your recruiting tokens, rather. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just I felt like after all that we've talked about, after all the good moves that have been made and, and how we offered, you know, a pay 
to advance model to spenders by taking away direct acquisition and then and then this i was actually really disappointed to see that to be honest with you big um i know that you have have often commented about that you prefer challenging events like you would rather not just buy a pack and win right. an event right i mean how how did, so, how did well, you there feel was our gr- the, you know the grinding of the hostels you can see the the scores are pretty good and i mean ingram won our won my bracket that's a you know 14 uh billion well, no, that was listen now that was for the damage one that one was yeah, grindy. No, that, but that one wasn't a pay. That was a grinder. Yeah, that one was grindy. And and that's what I'm saying. I wish I'd had a chance to, to play in that one more because, yeah, that one was definitely grindy. That was finding. As a matter of fact, there was all new testing, right? We, we did all new uh-huh. testing, Big, to see if the worms were actually going to pay out better than maybe Borg or Exchange, all right? Doesn't look like it actually turned out that way. Uh, I think the worms still were not juicier when it comes to damage and cost. The worms were not juicier than uh, than exchange traders. What what did your research come up with? No, that's the same. But I was we were, you know, sometimes I do you know kill level fifties because it's part of the other events it scores. So I kind of you know will kill some fifties. It was a variety of things that I did, but mm-hmm. it depends on what the other events are. I try to you know group them together so you know whatever activity I do takes multiple events as i'm sure everybody else here does yeah yeah and and guys a lot of you guys are talking about the rescue tos officers that's what you're showing the leaderboard for and and that's what big was kind of just talking about not what i started on okay so we'll talk about this one for a second uh even somebody says you know i feel like the event was robbed mm, this one rescue tos officers the one where you had to grind hostiles the one where you got points for damage that one was legit that was a grinder's event nobody had a pay advantage there Okay. As a matter of fact, take a look at what Blokemon writes. Okay. Take a look at what Big Country just said. Okay. He did some 50s, just, you know, with dailies and stuff. But when you went to grind, hey, Jonathan Ingram is here in this Discord. I'd be willing to bet that he didn't spend all his time grinding Capital City Traders. Did he? Did you, John? Okay. You ground out. I saw him in exchange space. That's where I would have expected him to be. That's where I would have expected Wambulance to be. I don't know if he plays. Wham is a is an infamous grinder on our server. I don't know if he if he ended up uh, on that leaderboard or not. But I'm telling you that that event was great. It was a true grinders event. Nobody had an advantage. All right, a lot of people played down. <laughs> a lot of people played down and were using Stellas. Okay, and when I say played down, I mean. Guys, Estella is an Ops 27 ship, okay? Now, granted, some people probably have better research than others, but it doesn't present anybody with any opportunity differently than your own. So that one, great. That one, thumbs up. I love it, okay? I love it. That kind of event, I think, is a winning event. But then I, I turn my attention to this one big, and this is the one I'm talking about, the TOS officers solo leaderboard, okay? Here's two ways to score. All officers gain any uncommon shard for five points, a rare for 15, an epic for 30. Promote any officer, get 1,000 points. Great, okay? I'm down for that. Gain a TOS Sulu shard, 200 points, or a McCoy shard, 200 points. Promote Sulu or McCoy, 8,000 points, okay? So big emphasis on trying to get those shards. I get it. Big emphasis. All right. And again, if you do it based on the TOS, uh, the TOS recruit chest draws, 
Okay, You could have potentially gotten lucky enough if you were smart in claiming your battle pass or if you did the, the, the expensive battle pass. There were ways that you could have gotten enough Sulu or McCoy shards to potentially promote them. Okay, This event, as it was designed, is actually okay. It's a recruiting event. And up till that point, there were no purchase packs. Okay, which was one of my biggest praises of the entire arc is that the ticketed events eliminated the direct acquisition. And by the way, I don't know. I didn't meet any single player. Now, I obviously didn't conduct a big survey interview. Okay, so somebody could correct me, but I didn't speak to anybody VIP or free to play alike. Big did did I mean you came on the last show and said you know I like this model. Did, were you dissatisfied? that there was no direct acquisition? Were you dissatisfied that there was no direct purchase of Bones or Sulu in this arc? I mean, were you okay with the TOS recruit shards coming from the ticketed events and all that? I mean, what was your feeling on it before this pack? Um, I mean, I'm... No, I mean, I'm okay if they have that option, and I I understand it. I, I think... I mean, I guess because you know, obviously, I'm I'm part of that community too. But I mean, it's it's either way. I I think as long as they have a pay, they have a pay event that there should be a free event offered as well, so that it's like offered to all the players. Um, I, t- to me, I guess I I would say I'm okay as long as there's both options. If if there's just one, I kind of think that's kind of. I don't, okay. I don't like it as much, even though I am, you know, part of the whale community that will, you know, get a pack like that. But okay. I mean, listen, I understand why they do it. It's their business. It's you know, and and you know what? Listen, as that's, long as we that, continue to monitor, I mean, that, or we play that way. I mean, that that's what's going to happen. Sure, but and, I, I think I, as long as they have both, I'm okay with it. As long as there's a pay option and a and a grind option. Well, you know, I don't disagree with that. Okay, I don't disagree with that at all. As a matter of fact, Captain Planet says direct access packs should, in fact, exist, but not at the same time as an event that specifically rewards buying the pack. And that I actually, I do actually kind of agree with. Okay, so so you've got this event that rewards for promoting and rewards for getting these officers, but you remove the level playing field by offering a $99 pack that has two tiers or maybe even three of these officers available for, for X amount of dollars. Okay. So that I I was disappointed in to see that because we've kind of, that's how we've been presenting the ticketed events is that is the removal of pay to win and the, the presentation of pay to advance. All right. So I I was just, I was disappointed. Listen, I'm you're right. I'm not, I don't have a problem with those packs, but they could have offered the packs either before or after this recruiting leaderboard. Let somebody actually try to grind this leaderboard out. You know, but I, I, I also, from the business standpoint, as you say, Big, I get it. Because if, if you ground out the shards um, the way you did for this event, and then the pay pack becomes available after the event, are you as likely to buy the pack? Maybe not. Because there are no rewards to come. Versus if you paid for the pack before the event, and then you promoted them all the way to Tier 3, and then you get this event, and now it takes, you know, what, 150 shards to get to the next tier, then you are literally prohibited from being able to, to tier him up. You know, so I guess I see both sides of it. I was just disappointed to see a straight pay-to-win event. 
you know, and but uh, here's the thing: how is it any different from uh, the upgrade packs being available during an auction? You know, the only difference mm. is is what you're upgrading. You're upgrading a crew member instead of your base or your ships or research. I don't disagree. I truly don't. I don't disagree. But the auctions are have arguably always been a pay event. You know, yeah, and and that is what we expect. We expect those auctions. You know, maybe it's just the way that I look at it. I look at these events just identical to an auction. The only thing is the type of uh, resources you're putting in to win the auction. I guess, but so are we saying that the TOS officers <coughs> event is an auction? Well, I mean, it, I guess it is now, right? <laughs> I guess it is yeah, now, but it's I, an yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was before. Who had the most uh, credits saved up to get officers X, Y, and Z, or any officers at all? Yeah. Who was actually held off upgrading all those tiny green ones that we got at the beginning of the game for events like this? Oh, there you go. Very true. Very true. I guess I, I guess I just feel a little bit dirty saying it, <laughs> you know. No, no, I agree. I'm I'm right there with you. It's just looking at it from a, you know, devil's advocate point. Yeah, yeah. So talking about the tiny green ones, uh, I started a new account, and uh, it was like once you reach uh, up to ten, you can participate in all the stuff. And uh, yeah, as a beginner, it was very easy to promote officers, and each time you got one thousand points. So yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Well, okay, there you go. So not as much dissent over that. I, I guess I just was a little bit disappointed. And to Big's point, that's all that's running. I mean, you got that's it. That's what you got, plus a ticketed event. Um, and then, of course, your Battle Pass event. So it, it does feel a little bit light today. Uh, but, you know, hey, I, I do go back and I say, look, if you look at the calendars from previous arcs, there were a couple of days where there was a, a smaller number of events running than larger ones, especially if you had multi-day events like the the TOS officers leaderboard that you've got here. Uh, we also do have uh, another Doomsday onslaught that is starting in about 36 hours from now. Uh, so let's see, that's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Starting Friday uh, at noon Eastern, event reset. So we got a, we got a Doomsday onslaught. Uh, that is the PvP. And speaking of that that PvP event, big. Uh, I'm sure that a lot of people have noticed because a lot of people have come to me with this. Uh, this week's ticketed events are paying out quintuple the number. Uh, actually, I don't think it was quintuple. Close to double. What were they paying last week? Three? I think they were paying three of the Transwarp sales. This week they're paying five. All yeah. right. Now, Clyde says the Doomsday Onslaught is stupid. I don't know, man. I actually enjoyed it. I ran out of, of, yeah, I ran out of tokens. I ran out of, of Transwarp sales. I would have kept going back. But I ran, <laughs> I ran out. So, uh, well, Clyde says no one was there to PvP early. You know what? That was a slight risk, Clyde. And if he, I, I may have to take a little bit of blame for that because I even said, you know, to our listeners, don't go there at event reset. <laughs> don't go at event reset because that's when everybody's there to, you know, to kill everybody else. Okay. Jonathan says I only killed one person while I was there. That's interesting. Uh, it was in, me. It, yeah, it was big. That was interesting in your in your bracket there, uh, big and and Jonathan, because our bracket, um, the the because of course there were two systems. Now this was interesting. I did notice this, by the way, ops thirty two to thirty uh, thirty two to forty one. They did actually bracket that, and you know I I had observed at the beginning that the one system was for forty two plus. But the other two systems, I thought, were going to be an either-or. 
it actually wasn't that way. They used it to bracket. So my bracket, I don't know how low it went, maybe 35, maybe 36 uh, to 41 was one system and then another. Now, this was something really interesting that I observed big, okay? Some people say ops 32, maybe to 36. I, I don't know exactly what the bracket was. But they were given the other nine systems to, to PVE in, right? They were given the yeah. other nine systems to PVE in. But in their own PVP system, they got double bonus points. Now, here's the interesting thing, right? If my PVP system was uh, Maltan, which it was, okay, then the lower 30s level players, their PVP system was Mezara. Both of those are gated systems. And by the way, let me be very clear. Let me spell this out. If my PvP system is Maltan, then I only get bonus points for PvE in Maltan. Now, if I go to uh, Kulendi, for example, which is in my list, if I go to Kulendi, then I'm hunting worms and I'm getting one per point per hull damage, right? Just straight up normal, right, Big? Like, you just go, mm -hmm. you kill a hostile. It's the same way as, like, the PvE-PvP hybrid last month. You get the safe zone, right? That's the safe zone was one point. Now, I don't know if messaging is going to get updated uh, in, in two days for this new event, but, folks, listen to me here. Learn from this and share it with your teams. All right? The non the, the safe system for you may be a PvP system for another bracket. And that's where people got a little bit bent out of shape. All right. Now I also point out that common sense says don't go to the other PvP system. Right? Because what is the other PvP system gonna have on it, big? All three PvP systems are what? They're gated. They're gated. Oh, yeah, yeah. All three PvP systems are gated. So to me, it was silly to consider the thought that it, it, that a 32, for example, would come to Maltan. Even though it was listed as a safe system, it was still gated. So I'm not sure why somebody came to the gated system. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you've got one gated system and eight other that are not gated, and they all give the same number of points, then why would you go to the gated system? I mean, that, that's my opinion on it. Now, some people argued and said, well, it wasn't cleared out. You know what? Like, it, it, it wasn't spelled out. It wasn't, it wasn't spelled out that way. It wasn't communicated that way. And to your point, I will agree. To your point, I agree that in my event... It says that the PvP Doomsday system is Maltan. It does not tell me <clears throat> that Mazara is the PvP system for the lower bracket, and it does not tell me, Big, that Kendi is your PvP system. So I could think that I'm going to fly into Kendi and, and do PvE at one point per hull damage, right? I could. And, and literally, I could. If I flew into Kendi, used a transwarp cell, and I killed worms in that system, then I'm going to get one point per hull damage. That's my quote-unquote safe zone. But what actually happened? What actually happened, Big? Anybody that flew into your zone. Listen, if a 32 flew into your zone, what did you do about it? 
Well, I, I don't think I can hit a 32, so I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's the lowest level you can hit? <laughs> I think I see. I think it is a 32. I think that's. Oh, okay. Yeah. Up. See, you're making you you busted my chops. Look at what Ape just said in the chat. What? If you flew yeah. into Kendi, we would kill you. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you will get swapped. Doesn't yeah. matter if you're in their PvP bracket or not. If you fly into that system, you will die. Same thing that happened in my system, okay? My my bracket, again, I don't know if it was 35 plus or 36 plus, whatever, whatever it was. Maybe even 37. I have no clue. But it, it, it didn't matter to me. If Blue flew into my PvP system, you died. If Blue flew into my PvP system, well, you might not have died. I would have at least attacked you, <laughs> okay? If a 41 flew into my system, I attacked him. If a 32 flew into my system, I would have attacked him, okay? And some people got really bent out of shape. Well, this is not, this is my safe zone. This is my safe system. And yes, Scopely may not have communicated that in enough detail. However, now you know. All right, and share this with your teams. All right, and, and hopefully a lot of people knew that. A lot of people knew that once this started happening. Galvez says any system can be PvP, but not for points. Not for points, not in this event. Okay, and I'm kind of with Clyde here. Have a little bit of common sense, folks. I mean, if you have to spend a, a cell, if you have to spend a doomsday cell to get into a system, that should be one red flag, even at the beginning of the arc. All right, now, and again, I don't ever assume that everybody listens to my content. I believe everybody should. <laughs> I believe everybody should consume this content because literally, I mean, we know this stuff coming into day one. Big, we, we say this. It's in our videos. We, we did it in our maintenance video in our very first podcast. We told people these, were, these cells were for the PvP event. We said that on day one, right? So I do. I wish everybody listened to the show because I feel like Big, I feel like we communicate some things better than Scopely does. You know? You know, I was like, I couldn't remember. I thought, but I think the, probably the reason why people were coming into your PvP is because even grinding the hostels were worth two times points. Then only, only in their PvP system, though, Big. And that's so my not point. not in yours. That, not in all. I don't know. I didn't. Yes. I only went to, I didn't you got it. Them. You're exactly right. So, like, your system was Kendi. Okay, your system big was Kendi. If you took a Pike Moreau Chen team into Kendi or, or whatever you were using, Pike Moreau Talon, whatever, if you went in to kill hostiles right. in Kendi, then you did get two points. All right, it was a danger zone for you. All right, but for me at Ops 39, if I flew into Kendi, it would have been no different than any of the other safe zones because I would have only gotten one point. So why would I fly into your PvP system? And, and why would I spend a cell when the other eight systems are not gated? Not required. That's right. Guys, the tokens. The, the, I'm sure it was a mix-up. Rude Dude says better damage points. <laughs> Maybe. You're, so you're saying hit the bigger worms. Is that what your argument is, is to hit the bigger worms and get more points? Listen, if you went into Kendi, and those were the 46 worms, by the way, which I probably couldn't have even killed. If I had, even if I had used like a Pike Moreau Talon or if I'd used a Leslie uh, to go into Kendi, I would not have gotten the same number of points as if I killed in, say, uh, uh, Doka, I think is the 40 to 41. Okay. 
So, so you're right. Depends on ships, crew, time investment, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. But, but my point is, is simply this. Now, if you know it, if listen, if an ops 39 knows Kendi is the PVP zone for the 43 or 42 plus, and I fly in there anyway, too bad. So sad. Okay. I'm going to die very quickly, but that wasn't communicated very well. Players wondered why I killed them in that system. And I said, this is my PVP system. If you're blue, I'm, I'm going to hit you. And they didn't understand. And then I started digging, and golly, the player actually had a legitimate complaint in which their, their event didn't tell them that Malton was a PvP zone for somebody else. All right? It didn't specifically spell it out in the event. However, we did inform players that the Doomsday cells were going to be used for the PvP-gated systems. So, again, kind of like what Claude says, maybe... Just think about it for a second and look around for just a second and think, why would I be asked to spend a sell? I'm not even getting bonus points. Okay? <laughs> it's a gated system. So be aware of that. And, and I'm, again, not everybody's going to listen. Not everybody's going to know. You're going to kill somebody. They're going to complain. It's the circle of life in this game. Okay? But that's why, just in case you guys are curious, it's not poorly designed. This is the design. But they could have maybe potentially mentioned, hey, P.S., even though your PvP system is Malton, right, be aware that Mazara is the PvP system for somebody else. Or the, I guess they could have listed, maybe, to get around that, you could have listed all three in the event description, right? You could have said 32 to 36 is Mazara, 37 to 41 is Malton, and 42 plus is Candy. You could have potentially done that to eliminate a little confusion, and I'll still recommend it. Absolutely. I will still recommend that in the event description. But, but just be aware, in case that messaging is not communicated, that's it. Don't use PvP cells to go do PvE for a different bracket unless it's your danger zone. Okay? Just, just saying. Mm. All right. There you go. So anyway, uh, to come back full circle, this event goes live on Friday. And, uh, and I am excited for its return. Now, some people said that they didn't get a lot of PvP. It was definitely slow in my bracket, but I, you know, I dedicated some time to it, Clyde. I sent my ship. Nobody was there. I would wait till somebody came in. People did eventually come in, either on purpose or by mistake. <laughs> All right, because I did kill plenty of blues that asked me why I killed them. Okay, um, and then, of course, some people did come into PvP with me, uh, and I died, and I won. Are we sure that wasn't Scopely's de design, to draw in people unsuspecting so PvPers could kill them? I don't know. <laughs> it's, in, it's very devilishly devious if it was, and I kind of like it. <laughs> okay, I kind of like it, because, again, we've always talked about needing more targets in PvP. You know, people don't typically come out and waste resources and and waste speed ups and and all this okay so i do like the pvp but uh but yeah i did have to spend a little bit of time with it clyde i had to dedicate some people or dedicate my ship to being in that system because i didn't want to go there and waste a cell and then recall out i would stay until i could either kill or be killed all right so uh anyway obviously these systems are not probably just jammed up with ships Okay, you're going to have to send a ship there, and maybe you have to wait around for a little bit. By the way, there's no shame in going to lose, all right, because this event gives points for damage, all right? So 
players who think they don't have a chance? Let me share you a quick little hint. Anybody? Give me a high-intensity damage crew real fast. How about a Sally? Cheap to repair for upper-level players, okay? Uh, if an Ops 32 wants to come up and play in my system, how about a, how about a Sally with Gorkon Curla Harrison or Gorkon Curla uh, Khan, maybe? Well, maybe not Khan. Doesn't have enough time. But, but listen, something that's going to get you real good damage real quick, okay? Real good damage real quick, because guess what? You're going to get a boatload of points off my Enterprise or a boatload of points off my Augur, because the more hull damage you can do, how about the new TOS Uhura, maybe, by chance? That is diverting more damage straight to hull and away from shields. Guys, this is a crazy combination, a crazy thought. But what about that original Borg officer, one of ten, who also shifts more damage to your hull than from shields? Jonathan Ingram says, how about some anti-mitigation? Yeah, how about you stack that triangle up against me so that I am mitigating less damage, therefore more damage coming to my shield and hull? There are absolutely crews that you can utilize to actually get a boatload of points even if you die. So you, you can say, I'm just going to die. It doesn't help me. Uh, that's incorrect. This is not a kill event. Okay, This is not a kill event. This is a damage event. So even if you feel like you're going to lose, listen, I'll tell you right now on, on server 15, I'm flying my auger. You want to go against an auger? How about uh, a Sally with maybe Gorkon, perhaps Sharvenik? And Harrison, perhaps. Okay, maybe. Look and see what's in your system. Look and see what's in your system. And then be able to adjust your own crew to go up and get some points. And maybe you don't want to do it a bunch of times. <laughs> the leaderboard was not crazy busy. So perhaps you do that two or three times, land some good hull damage, and you're in a really good position. You could finish in the top ten by slamming a Sally. A Sally, okay, not an expensive ship to repair for an Ops 34 or 35 or 36. Okay, I'm just saying. There's, there's ways you can get on that leaderboard easily because it wasn't a wildly participated in event. Nobody sat in that system for 72 hours just waiting, right? Gregor, did you send a ship? Or uh, Big, did you send a ship for 72 hours and just sit there? No, oh, you, you, you... No. You, you, no. I mean, <laughs> no. All right. Hopefully no, somebody came say. in and, and took you out. And, and then you probably thought, man, I don't want to dedicate my ship to that system for another three hours. I'm not going to go back. All right. Yeah, so, it was like not not very active at all. It, it you know, like I said, my bracket maybe was a little bit more so. Um, you know, I, I did get some kills, but but it wasn't it wasn't nonstop PVP for 72 hours. It was incidental PVP. So, again, you know, hey, even Fat Man says right there, I'm thinking more about punching up. Uh, punching up, you know, the suicide. And and by the way, to Jonathan Ingham's point, won't that give your opponent more points? Is it your opponent if they're in a different bracket? Listen, that that's my key, guys. If you if you want to try to get some points, then go up against a larger ship in your PvP system by somebody who's not in your bracket. Okay, does that require a partner? Mm, maybe. All right, but I mean, you can use that opportunity to test some crews. You can use that. I mean, and and again, I'm not saying organize it. I'm not saying trade kills. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying if I fly in to a gated system that's not my PvP bracket, make me pay. Make me pay. 
Because I'm not going to get points in your bracket, so you're not going to give me points. All right? But Blokemon says, but then you kind of are screwing over your alliance mates. I don't like that model. And, and sure, there's pros and cons. There's pros and cons. I'm just saying there are ways for people to score. All right? And that's, that's you know, hopefully could be a fun event. And obviously, there's still a very heavy PvE component. Kill the worms. All right? And you can get, you can get points. And I know people were grinding those worms. Those worms, big, they ain't no joke, are they? <laughs> I didn't I didn't grind worms very long. That was it's an expensive grind. All right? And and one PVP kill arguably cost me the same. I mean, but it's much faster. A PVP kill or maybe two PVP kills would get me more points than maybe two or three hulls grinding on the worms. So, um, Jonathan says, "Are there multiple brackets for candy?" I don't think that there are. I think you're just 42 plus. All right, I think you're just 42 plus. So uh, you know, in some of the other brackets, there could be there could be some other players playing around. No, I think our bracket might have just been 46 and above, but I could be remembering the TOS. Well, if it was 46, then maybe there was another bracket because 42 plus were shuffled into Kendi. So just just so you're aware. I also think we had some kind of gentleman's agreement going on because if I saw people with hostile kills, we're a hostile because we weren't killing each other. Well, maybe. Maybe some servers are saying, hey, PvP's dumb. Let's just come in here and grind. Okay. Whatever you and your server want to do. And I'm not saying upset the Apple card. I'm just saying there's multiple ways to play in that event. However you decide you want to do it is completely cool. You know, uh, there's there's no right or wrong way to play that event. Uh, like I said, I did mine with a combination of PvP and PvE and was still able to place decently. And I didn't do a ton of PvP. So, But to the, to the PvPers... And this is this kind of circles back to what I'm talking about with the ticketed events. The number of Doomsday cells this week have been ramped up to five. So if you do one ticketed event every day this week, you're going to go into this weekend. And if you had none to start on Monday, if you spent them all, you're going to go into this Friday's event with 15 cells. 15 cells is plenty to go in and do a little PvP. I mean, if you want more, you can get more. But, I mean, I don't know that I would fly into that system 15 times, Big. Would, would you? I don't think I'd fly in there 15 times myself. I, actually, I, I just looked because I was curious. I have 51. They've definitely been giving out a lot. Well, they've been Somebody giving out five. Hold on. So when I say five a day, I mean for the free-to-play players through their ticketed event. Oh, true. You're getting 15 if you're doing all three events. So, yeah. Correct. Uh, my number... I don't know because I, I told you guys I did buy some tickets, but I, I've been struggling to keep up this week. Um, I have, let's see, where are they? I've, I've got 37 doomsday transwarp cells. I've got 37. So I, I've got some, I've got a few extra, but I, I'm here to tell you, I ain't flying in there 37 times, <laughs> not 37 times because I'll be waiting for hours. All right. I don't know that yeah. I could use 37 tokens in one weekend. Cause not enough people fly in, but you're right. Hudson man, big. And we'll wrap up with this. That leaderboard was was sweet right in the dilithium i can only imagine it scaled for you guys for me it was a very nice chunk of dill so i don't i don't know i hope that looked useful to a lot of people but man it was very attractive to me you know i mean 10th place was 40 million dilithium plus have any 39 level players ever had the access to four star rare gas and four star epic gas not to mention even the three-star rare and uncommon was a very nice payout. I don't know what it looks like at some of the smaller level ops uh, or smaller ops numbers, but, but the, you know, the payout looked good to me. You know, it looked real good to me. So I don't know. Big, what, what did you think about your payout? All right? No? 
No, I think the top five, I think, was like $200 million, uh deal. Ooh, goodness. That's, that's I, spectacular. Probably, I, I don't know. I mean, My payout could have used some work. You, you could uh, you could argue that he were just trading Trent for Dill, you know. Well, <laughs> yeah, sure. But you didn't have to fly that Calvin in there. You could have flew a, a fluid jelly. Could have no, flew an sure. enterprise, yeah. you know. So, anyway, take yeah, take a look at Jonathan Ingram's there. Goodness, two hundred million deal, a uh, deal. Look at all that four star, uncommon and rare and epic, and even the three star rare and uncommon. It's it it looked good. Looked good. All right, guys, we're going to take a very quick break. When we return, we've actually got a few other things to talk about today. Uh, I'm glad we were able to fill up that segment. Because, <laughs> uh, like I said, it's been, been a very absent week for me, Big. Uh, but, yes, thank you for that. Uh, listen, when we come back, I'm going to give you just a couple of communications very quickly. A couple of communications from the Scopely development team, from the Scopely Live Ops team, regarding uh, core mission A. Uh, or sorry, side mission A is what it was, Big, right? Was it side mission A that's got the community all in a buzz, plus um, a very quick uh, update on the officers involved in the Rialta scandal. That is coming up right after this break. My name is Ultimate DJs, and uh, we will return right after this break here on Talking Trek Live. This segment brought to you in part by... Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse. It's my Toy Posse, an online group of uh, toy collectors and, and toy aficionados who know all kinds of stuff about toys. Even even like facts. You know, they, they might know about toys, but then they're going to know the stories. They're going to know how many of these were produced. You got, you know, the, the, I've seen this before where there's like matchbox cars. Guys, uh, big, you've probably seen this. A matchbox car that was that was printed with the wrong paint, or not printed, but painted with like the wrong color scheme, and then it becomes a collectible. You know, there's weird oddities out there. These guys know about that. Uh, and you can find out if you've got something that's rare or if you've got something that'll sell. They may even buy it from you. They may help you sell it to somebody else. They are a great group of toy collectors that know toys. Like, that's their business. They know toys. And uh, if you have something you'd like to get checked out or if you just like that kind of conversation, Conversation, you can join them online at facebook.com slash my toy or MN Toy Posse. It's my toy posse at facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse for the toy collector in all of us. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return in a moment. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Sugar Frosted Molasses Honey Nuggets, the breakfast cereal that doesn't even pretend it's good for your kids. Okay, as you know, the networks are getting really bored with Joe Biden. We need something to boost the ratings. How about one of those fancy primetime speeches? No good. Joe goes to bed at 5 o'clock when he gets done watching Judge Judy. Well, if you keep him up past 6, he gets loopy, you know, and starts telling people he's Batman. Thanks, Bruce Wayne. Now focus. What's something no politician ever does? Keep their promises. True. Let's look at it the other way. What's something Trump always did? Tweet crazy things. Joe doesn't handle his Twitter because he has a flip phone. Okay, what's something Bill Clinton liked to do? His interns. hey Come on, guys. This is serious. The ratings are so low, they're impeaching Trump again just to get people ooh, watching ooh, yeah, TV. Okay, I got it. We'll impeach Biden. Are you crazy? He hasn't even done anything yet. Exactly. We'll impeach him for making us bored. That's a real charge. I don't care if the charge is real as long as those ratings are real. Give me the phone. What are you doing? Calling Pelosi. Uh-oh, I'm in trouble. It's fine, Joe. Go back to bed. I'm a scat man. I'm a scat man. 
Somebody in here that could actually scat, right? Can, you, can somebody do that? That'd be big time, big. Right? Maybe we should do that. We'll have a contest. We'll do a game where somebody can can sing along with this this song right here. Could somebody do it? Your mics are powered back up. Welcome back to the show. Can Big Country do it? Big. I'm hearing. <laughs> I'm hearing that you could do it, big. All right, come on, give it, give us a little, give us a little taste right now. Come on, do it. I, I, I I'll pull cellulite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bishop says I would have to be a lot more drunk. Oh, it's funny. It's, uh, it's I, man, I can't believe I haven't heard that song in a long time. Whoever suggested that, like whoever requested that, kudos to you. All right, that was that was a great one. Thank you very much. Uh, welcome back to the show, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Talking Trek Live. This is Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, and uh, we've got a couple other things to jump into here. Big country. Uh, listen, uh, a couple of news updates very quickly. Okay, let's let's get into just uh, this. Will just take a few minutes. A couple of official community. I, I say official because um, it hasn't been pushed in the Discord as official. Okay, but I spoke to the dev team today as I'm trying to get back into the swing of things, right? Big, you know, I was out of town. I'm not playing the game this week, so uh, I had to kind of plug in to people, and I plugged into the development team, and I said, "Hey, is is there anything? You know, can you give me some updates on this, this, this? Can I talk about that? You know, is this the message I can deliver?" And and they were super cool, and they said, "Yeah, you can do this, you can do this," and I was like, "All right, great, yay!" So official news, everybody. Yeah, by the way, by the way, Vita, I didn't speed that up. That was just playing straight out of the music library, okay? Yeah, that that really sounded like you turned <laughs> on math temperature, so the pitch remains the same and the speed of plus eight percent. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. That came that came straight out of the music library right there. Okay. Uh, yeah. So here you go. First of all, uh, first of all, let me give you this update, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, no, sorry, big. I don't have an update on on lag for territory capture. That is not a thing yet. What I can tell you. All right. What I can tell you is that in core mission, uh, sorry, not core mission. I keep saying this wrong. Side mission A. Is that what it was, Snake Eyes? Somebody please confirm for me. Side mission C. See, I'm getting it all messed up. Side mission C contains a mission that anybody can unlock ops 25 or higher. Unfortunately, though, it has a component in that mission that requires you to go to a dark space system. All right. Requires you to go to a dark space system. Dark space access is not available until Ops 38. Now, Big Country says, what's the problem? Listen, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I don't necessarily disagree with you. All right. Uh, the situation is, though, that a lot of players are saying, well, uh, why does it say Ops 25 plus if it requires at least Ops 38 to get to dark space? And why is dark space a requirement for me to go for an arc related mission? 
Okay. Well, here here's the thing. Okay. They came out and said, listen, we can understand the confusion, but the mission is available to Ops 25 Plus. The mission's available. Guys, I take you back. Go way, way back. Go way, way, way back. Big. You remember way, 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 way back in the game when you were like an Ops 20 and you got that mission that required you to go to Saul? <laughs> you remember that yeah, mission? We turned the crystal, we, we crystal to Saul. That's was right. the final uh, part, yeah. And you there was a mission that... For that, like up to 29 or something like that. You had to archive it for a really long time. You had to, you had to archive it for a really long time because you couldn't get to Saul. Okay? You, there was no going there. All right? So, <clears throat> here's what we got. Okay? These, th- this message was able to be unlocked at 25. That's why they put the Ops 25 marker on there. But yes, obviously it requires a, something that you may not yet be able to do. Okay, throw it in the archive. It's really not that big of a deal. And I've been assured that, that the mission or the story or the outcome has nothing to do with, with the actual arc. Like, you're not missing anything. You're not missing rewards. You're not missing vital storyline. All right? If you can do it, great. If you can't do it, throw it in the archive and come back later on. Big, I don't know about you. You can probably do everything in the game. Let me ask, let me ask an Ops 32 or even an Ops 35. All right? Or... And, and, and I say Ops 32 or 35 because I'm driving a point for Ops 20 and 25. All right? Yeah, it's not like they're having game an name. event for you. That hang you on, game name. I got, I got a few. I got a few, okay? But, yeah, this was one, okay? This was one just to address it because they haven't communicated. There's been no official announcement, all right? But let me ask you, scaling back your Ops 34, how many missions do you have in your archive that you literally cannot do today? Maybe maybe a bunch. Rude Dude says I've got one. Captain Planet says I've got 31 missions in my archive. All right, Me, I've got I've probably got two dozen. Daytrade says I've got over a dozen. All right, a, a lot of you guys are going to have missions you can't do yet. That's okay. And, and, and honestly, that was intended, although maybe not communicated super well. All right? This mission can be archived and completed at any time in the progression of your account. And uh, at, at this time, you know, that, that was the intent. That was what they had decided to do. Now, you know, listen, they were all, they're always going to take feedback, okay? I'm not saying that they're definitely not going to change it. I'm not saying that they're definitely going to. The feedback has been provided, all right? But these were designed this way, and we gave them to everybody who, who was able to get them so that they can complete them when they get there instead of not having a chance to. Guys, we know what happens. What happens with, with missions that you don't unlock during their, their time period, during the relevant arc. They made they it disappear. They do disappear. Okay? They disappear. So, so this is what I was specifically told. All right? We made it this way so that people can claim these missions now instead of never being able to get them. That was the yes, intent. But, but DJs, and we talked about this in fluff time when you were still preparing, um, in that case, if we get more of those missions, our archive will get full. Dude, your archive so, holds okay. 50 missions, okay? Your archive holds 50. Now, this, I, granted, you might have a couple dozen in there already, all right? You might have some in there already, but, but I mean, they would have to do this a lot more to fill it up, okay? And, and maybe, maybe that becomes an issue down the road, and we say, hey, can we extend the archive uh, memory for missions? And maybe they jack it up to 100. I mean, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal, but the, the, the alternative, you know, the choice was, uh, do the players get it or do the players not get it? All right. Well, at least this way everybody can get it and they can do it eventually one day 
if if they can. All right, so that that's number one. Number two, okay. Number two. Let me see. Let me see this. Okay, update to the officers affected by the Rialta glitch over the weekend. Okay. Um, here's the thing. All right. They haven't made an announcement on this yet because nothing has changed from the weekend. Nothing has changed from Sunday. Uh, but what I can confirm to you is that there are, uh, developers working on this actively as we speak. Okay. So the officers that were affected were essentially suspended or their abilities were changed in some way so that they're no longer performing as you expect. Okay. These officers are a, a huge priority, okay? So for those of you who are using them in alternative ways, completely understood, completely fine, we get it, okay? They are working on it. And this is the line. I can assure you that we've got people working on it. But at this point, there's not a specific ETA, all right? There's not a specific ETA, and we are 100% working on it so that we can put the officers back the way that they are intended to be used or the way that they were being used, all right, without exploiting the glitch, okay? Without exploiting the glitch. Uh, I, I know, Blokemon, you want me to share with you the officers that's disabled, and I literally cannot, okay? I'm very sorry. I, I literally just can't, okay? I've, I've, I cannot tell you that. All right. But what I can tell you is they got people on it. All right. And, and, it, and it's not that they're snuffing characters necessarily, Johnny B. Good. It's just that, that there was an exploit. There was a glitch found. And so the officers have been uh, suspended or changed so that the glitch cannot be exploited. And, and they're working on trying to fix that around. Okay. Um, Blue says, do they, do, they, do they need to be disabled? I thought it was the combination that was the problem. Uh, partly, but also not necessarily partly, okay? I mean, it, it, some of them had the abilities that were being amplified, et cetera, et cetera. So, so anyway, my point is, is you know, again, I can't tell you the officers. I've been asked not to, but the abilities will be uh, restored once they can successfully navigate, close the glitch, and put the officers back, okay? Uh, so we've got that. Uh, let's see. Other communications from Live Ops. Let's see. Um, Ape says, since they changed to prevent the glitch, they should allow you to tell us so people don't mistakenly use them for those that don't know. Ape, the interesting thing about that is I, th I think that you would. If you were using these officers, they had a specific purpose, and I think that you would, you would know if you were using them and they're no longer working. Uh, for example, Big... Just a yes or no, because I'm not trying to put you in an uncomfortable position at all, okay? But but you were very able to determine that this is no longer giving you the same benefit as it was before, correct? Yeah. Okay. I, I, and, I, and I'm sorry. <laughs> I am sorry, okay? That's, that's as much as I can give you guys. It, it's not that they – listen, it's not that they don't want me to tell you what officers are being used. I, I think that – that it's just that they're trying to fix them. And, and, and players who were using them, they know, listen, this is not a secret to, the, to those people, but they don't want me broadcasting the officers that are broken so that then even more people can get, you know, all super angry about it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you're playing your game the normal way, then you're playing the game the normal way and you're not affected, okay? <laughs> Somebody's big. Somebody just asked me if it started with the letter S. That's hilarious. That is always going to be, like, that, that hint goes down in infamy, right? Does it start with the letter S? We, man, we got to make a T-shirt about that. That's great. Um, <clears throat> let's see. There was one other update uh, very quickly that I wanted to give to you uh, regarding communication from Live Ops. Let me do this very quickly. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Scopely has acknowledged the fact, big, that some events are still auto-joining. Okay. Um, and uh, some players have asked for a little bit of uh, variety in these events. I think you, even you said it. Uh, you know, maybe a little bit of little bit of uh, circular rotation in some of these events. I even had one person PM me, which is actually a really, really good idea. All right, it was a really, really good idea. Somebody had mentioned to me, "Hey, you know, listen, if I want to focus on crystal, okay, but I would still like a little bit of flavor in my events. You know, does it have to be, you know, for example, a domination event every single day? You know, can can they rotate between domination and rotate between hostile killing and rotate between?" Uh, alliance helps and actually big i think that's a super great idea you know if, if you're if you're after crystal then you, I, right now you have a choice to make right we we said at the beginning you can choose your rewards and these players are doing so these players are choosing the crystal event every single day and and uh, by the way i'm really really glad that you're enjoying that i'm really really glad that you're able to focus on crystal because that was the point of these ticketed events was to allow you to choose your payout. All right. Captain Planet says, yeah, but Crystal is the Alliance helps one. So it wasn't domination. It's helps. And he says that gets that gets a bit dry. <laughs> Just doing helps every day, <laughs> you know. So I get that. And actually, that's a great feedback item to send back up is just to rotate a little bit. You're still going to choose what reward you want, but if you had a little bit of flavor, a little bit on the menu, well, guess what? Scopely says we are uh, still trying Scopely's to... Scopely's not too good at rotating things. Well, uh, here's what they say. We're, we're still trying to chip away at the, at the root cause for these auto-joined events, all right? And, and that is actually really what's preventing us from adding in a little bit more variety to those events because we're still trying to trace down what's actually happening. By the way, you may notice that even if you auto-join, and somebody correct me if I'm wrong, I haven't paid super close attention because I've been very hit and miss this week, but I will. Tomorrow and Friday, I will pay very close attention. The number of tickets I have before, the number of tickets I have after, but I believe, Big, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think these are charging you tickets. The auto-joins are not costing you tickets. So clearly, Scopely is not so concerned about it that they're going to turn off the events. Guys, you're getting some freebies, okay? Burn Like Ice and uh, Snake Eyes is confirming. They are not taking your tickets. So, so you guys are, are kind of getting a freebie. If you wanted to, to cash in here a little bit, and, you know, here we go, Big. I'm talking about exploiting a bug. Shame on DJ. Uh, anyway, <laughs> sorry to say, but for me, it wasn't a freebie. For me, for me it was actually a glitch because as soon as I restarted, I didn't get the payout from those so-called auto-join uh, events. It was just showing that uh, amount of points, and afterwards, it was uh, gone again. It was uh, join the event. So, yes, uh, I, I think you're incorrect on your payouts because literally every single documented case is getting the rewards, including myself, okay, including myself. And, and, and it's done it to me like three or four times. So I'm getting paid, all right? But you are correct in one logistical process there. After you complete the milestones, it will invite you to join again. But it won't let you complete again. So before you guys go crazy <laughs> trying to repeat one in the same day, don't do that. Because after it auto-joins and you complete the event, it will then ask you to join and pay 10 tickets. If you actually are silly enough 
I say silly enough, but let's communicate factually and fairly. If you click pay to join and you pay the 10 tickets after you've already completed the event, well, then you've lost 10 tickets and you're not going to get paid a second time. Okay, there's no infinite loop here. It's just allowing you to play in the event without paying 10 tickets. Okay, so, so don't come back afterwards and pay the 10 tickets. Okay, I mean, don't. But that's what's happening. And that is actually why they're not adding a, t- a ton of variety right now. Is they're, time, they're trying to, to, to fix this. Okay, they're trying to fix this. So uh, they have assured us that once this is kind of traced down, that we're going to be able to get a little bit of cycle and a little bit more variety uh, in those events. Now, Silent Killer says there's still uh, tickets coming in as a gift once a day. No, and that was never the intent. Okay, that was never the intent. Folks, remember, as a free to play, if you're not going to buy tickets, then you can complete in 13 events, which averages out to one a day. But as I mentioned in the last podcast, you can stack up early or you can hold them until later. They're going to give you 130 tickets, period. How and when you choose to spend them is completely up to you. If you spend 20 tickets in a day or 30 tickets in a day uh, or, or 50 tickets this week, okay? Uh, sorry, uh, 150 tickets this week. Well, yeah, I guess you couldn't because you're only going to get 130. My point is you can run out if you do more than one a day. And if you do, there will be days later that you can't participate in a ticketed event because you've already done it. You get 13. But remember, there are 39 available throughout the, the month and three per day. You're going to get 13. If you do three on day one and three on day two and three on day three, then you've already done nine out of your 13. All right, and you've only got four left to last you for the rest of the month. McNasty says today is my first day that I've actually run out, and that's correct. The way that they spaced them out into the battle pass did front load a few players. But if you've been doing more than one event per day, then you're going to be very dry at the end of the month. How many ticket days are left, Captain Planet asks. So if you don't count today, or if you don't count today, then you've got Thursday's event reset and Friday's event reset. Then you're going to have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday again, and that's it. So you have seven more full event days, seven more full event days. So if you're doing one a day, then you should have spent 60, including today's event, and you've got seven event days to go. Now, for some of you guys, you may be able to get a second one in because of this auto-join thing, all right? Uh, Hudson says, so if you were honest and just joined before you got auto-joined, do you lose out tickets for the future? Yes. <clears throat> and I, I know what you're saying is, is being honest. Yeah, I, I would argue that there's not a dishonesty thing here because the event was joining based on something you had done in the game. It's not like, for example, if, <clears throat> if Event Reset came around and I did not join the Alliance Helps event, but I click Help, Okay, that's not causing an auto join. What's causing an auto join is something in the domination style event. All right. Sorry if I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) Yeah, uh, no, no, no. Uh, I mean, I said it already in your chat room when it happened to me. Uh, In my case, it was indeed uh, the domination style event where you had to uh, spend officer XP. And the amount I reached was actually equal to the amount I had to pay in XP to tear up an officer. Okay. Yeah, so, so it's <clears throat> – and, and that's kind of what I'm saying. It's the domination-style event that's doing it, all right? 
And, and, and I probably shouldn't have said that, but I know a lot of you guys already know, so I'm not going to go into any further detail, but that's the one that, that is auto-joining. Um, and, and if that happens to you, then you don't end up having to p- spend a ticket on that. So you could potentially do a second. Now, Grudging Sue says mine was mining. Sue, the mining one is the same as the domination event. However, get this, mining is not what will auto-join you. It's completing, it's completing a domination require a domination style requirement of that event. So, for example, Vita mentioned Officer XP. All right, Vita mentioned Officer XP. Well, the one today doesn't have a component for Officer XP. So, if I spent Officer XP, it's not going to join me. All right, you got it. Burn like ice says I completed a building. Well, guess what? Today's event involves completing a building. So it's not the yeah. mining part of it. It's the domination aspect, all right? Now, Jerry Ryan says, what if I didn't want to spend tickets on that? Good news, you didn't, okay? You did not, all right? You did not spend, you do not lose tickets. This auto-join is doing it essentially free. So it's a freebie is what I'm saying, Jerry Ryan. You still have not used today's allotment, and you can use it on one of the other two events. So no, you're not losing a day of, of ticket events, okay? You're actually picking up a freebie. And, I, and, and you know, really in hindsight, I'm probably going to get my wrist slapped. I probably shouldn't have even told you guys how it works. But that's what it is, okay? It's a domination-style uh, qualifier that is auto-joining the event, all right? So I guess there it is. It's out there. Sorry about that. I, I really didn't mean to do that. But, but, but yeah, that's it. If you look at the ticketed event, before you spend a ticket to enter that one, you look at the domination component. Listen, it might not always be research. It might not always be building. It could be ship XP. It could be officer XP. Just look at the domination component. If you do something like that before you spend the ticket, then it will auto-join you, and it will not take the tickets. Dehaga says it didn't work for me. Well, you can message me. We'll look at your, at your procedure, okay? But, but it's worked for me every day, you know? And, and it's, it's not that... I mean, I'm building a lot. I got second builder. So I'm, I'm building a lot of little things to kind of catch up, and, and it's just happening. Okay, so uh, there you go. All right. I know. <laughs> Scopely overlords are listening right now. I'm, I'm going to get a frowny face. I'm really, really very sorry. But, but, they, but listen, they know about it. Okay, they know about it. They know about it, and they're working on it. And, and, you know, they're trying, to, they're trying to close that. They're trying to solve that so that they can move forward and, and move forward with this ticketed event mechanic and, and do some better things. All right. I will tell you this. Um, he did ask me to, of course, remind you guys, which we did discuss, of the increased Transwarp Cell payout so uh, players can get more trips to the PvP systems during the weekend onslaught. And finally, uh, also reminding you, <clears throat> reminding you of the first ever Tribble auction that's coming up this week. And then, of course, the uh, um, he told me to remind you of the TOS officer-specific faction hunts coming next week. Now, what's cool is that we looked in the news center. It wasn't actually called Faction Hunt. It was called Hunt the Factions. But we were curious about how that was going to play around in, you know, the like the the wrath or duty kind of thing. And, and it sounds like they're going to be structured very, very similarly. Uh, sounds like they're going to be uh, paying out very similarly than Wrath or Duty, and Wrath or Duty was very well received last month. People loved Wrath or Duty. So uh, that's oh, coming yeah. up next week. Uh, you guys can get ready to enjoy that. And yes, for those of you who aren't exactly sure, 10 of 10 is the Tribble. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, will be uh, the first ever 10 of 10 Tribble Mining Officer au- auction coming up this Friday. 
Uh, and just so you know, uh, in case you're looking to prepare for that, it is G3, G4 spend, and rare and epic Armada directives if, if you did want to save up and, and participate in that auction. All right. Let me see if there was anything else on my list uh, to go over with them today. I think that was it. And if it is... Then I will open it up to the floor for uh, question or for comments. Really, let's let's save the questions for community Q and A blast coming up in a minute, uh, right after the break. But I'll open it up to the floor. Big. Let me start with you, if I may. Um, feedback through the weekend. Feedback through the first part of this week, which I know you kind of shared earlier. You felt like today's event day was a little bit light, um, but we've got a few things upcoming. Right, we've got more sales now for the PVP zone. We've educated players on what to do with those sales especially if you're going to do PVE. Um, and now we've got a couple of updates from development on, uh, on the missions and the officer update and so forth and so on. You got anything else that we need to touch on, Big? I think we've, uh, I think we've touched on a lot of stuff here. Oh, Big's gone. <clears throat> no, nothing, no, nothing that I can think of. Uh, ooh, look at that. Thank you, Fartasia. Uh, thank you, Big, as well. Uh, guys, take a look at that. Maybe uh, a moderator grab that real quick. Thank you, Fartasia from Elkars 2.0. The Doomsday Onslaught Solo Leaderboard, and there are the brackets as follows. 32 to 35, which is uh, actually one bracket lower than what I thought. 36, 36 to 38. Now, that's interesting, Fartasia. 36 to 38, where did they play? What system did they play in? Did they play in Maltan? Or do they play in Mazara? Because that's a split bracket. And look at here, Big, 42 to 50 was split. You had 42 to 45 and 46 to 50. So you got 42 plus all going to Kendi, but you actually do have two brackets in there. All right. Uh, Fatman says that 36 to 38 were playing in Malton, which is the same bracket as 39 to 41, and then 32 to 35 got, all, got a system all their own. So going back to this, this does potentially pose a, a little, I would say, a little bit of a balance issue. But, but again, everybody said the systems were empty. So you got to put some ships in there. You know, if a 36 comes... Now, here's what's good about this. John, you had mentioned this earlier. Wouldn't you hurt your own, your own chance on the leaderboard? Not necessarily. If a 38 came and played against me, he's going to get points for the 38 leaderboard. I'm going to get points for the 39 leaderboard. Guys, you can do some legit PvP here. doesn't mean you can't find a partner to make sure you're not spending six hours in that system. Big, same for you. you 42 to 45 and 46 plus in the same system. You could find a player and do some legitimate PvP. I'm not suggesting trading kills. All right, but I'm just saying, like, you could actually do some legitimate big ship PvP and not hurt yourself if you found a well, partner no, in a I different bracket. people are saying, let's just say, like, for, you know, for my alliance, like, Starn, Starn goes in there who's a... Uh, 40, uh, 42, I think, or maybe he's a 41, but but somebody that's a 42 goes in, Ingram kills him, gets points, and mm -hmm. then it hurts, you know, me and toys, you know, because Ingram gets points. I think that's what they were talking about. Well, meaning that you could. Yeah, but you you guys should thing. be killing but the 42s, too. You can't worry about that. Yeah, you, you guys can kill the 42s, too. I mean, and, and, and here's the yeah. thing, you know, whoever gets to the blue the fastest, if it's blue, it's going to have to die, you know, but. It, it, yeah, so if Ingram uh, gets to the 42 before you, then he gets the points, but that's, that's probably how it should be anyway because you can also get points from killing that 42. But, but, but the 42, whatever hull damage he's able to land on you is not going to come into your leaderboard. So, you know, 
I mean, it, it is a mechanic. It's a it's a, a mechanic piece of that, but nonetheless, it that is a good breakdown, and it, and it still encourages you know uh, uh, some players to be able to come in and actually participate in this. So uh, you know, hey, I don't, I don't. Uh, I like it. I think it's very. Yeah, I think, I, I think fair, that's. I uh, think, you know, think, hopefully, uh, it promotes it, some more you know PVP. Yeah, I, I think I think that's good. Uh, Snake Eyes hey, wants be yeah. to do PVP without the lag. Yeah, right. And then we have it all solved. Hey, Snake Eyes wants to add very quickly that TOS Bones is awesome, he says. Uh, congratulations on getting that unlocked, my friend. Um, I think I'm very, very close. Uh, I will take a look and see if uh, if I can do something with that. Let's see. TOS McCone, uh, McCoy. I was going to say Bones and then McCoy. Uh, very quickly, let's take a look at this really quick. Hey, uh, Snake Eyes, just out of curiosity, where are you using him? Using him in the captain's chair or using him in the officer officer uh, ability? Because, uh, let's see, when defending, hey, maybe a decent officer, possibly, um, uh, for, for the PvP event. When defending, McCoy's going to increase your mitigation by 300% of health, and with synergy, he can go up to 500%. All right, so that's good. Uh, his officer ability is on an explorer. Uh, he's going to increase statistics of all officers on the ship. So his officer ability is going to contribute to his captain's maneuver, if you're using him in the captain's chair, to really, really stack up on your own mitigation if you're attacked, and that's exactly what Snake Eyes is doing. Snake Eyes says, I am using him as a captain in PvP uh, when I'm being attacked. When I'm being attacked. So, hey, he says he's awesome, and and I don't doubt that. What have I said? I said he's a defensive 5 of 10, and we know 5 of 10 is pretty awesome in the captain's chair. Her mitigation is strong so very very cool all right guys uh, we're going to take a very quick break when we return community q a blast we'll play a game and we'll wrap up and uh, get on out of here because uh, big i'm feeling jet lagged <laughs> i was in the air for 25 whole minutes i'm feeling i'm feeling way out of it okay i gotta rest tonight <laughs> one thing i learned from the movie die hard they said if you walk around and bare feet and clench your toes and make a fist that that's cure for that Oh well, I, I mean, I don't know that I actually have jet lag. I was only in the air for like. Oh, minutes. you're just. Uh. But but I am wiped for my trip. <laughs> I am wiped for my trip. So I'm gonna we're gonna wrap up. I'm gonna go in the house. I'm gonna make a fist with my toes. And uh, I actually have heard to just to expand on that. I've heard you have to do it with carpet. Is that is that true? Have you guys heard that? You gotta you gotta scrunch your toes up against carpet a carpet floor. I think that's what he told. Yeah, do it, <laughs> do it against carpet, and it, it does. Yeah. So okay, very good. That was at the beginning of the movie. Awesome. Appreciate that. Hey, listen, when we come back, uh, we will do our community Q&A blast. We'll play a game. We'll get the heck on out of here. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm your host of Talking Trek Live. Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll be back in one moment. Don't go anywhere. This program is made possible in part by a grant from the makers of Monkey Shine's personal cleansing cloths. Keep your monkeys spanking clean with Monkey Shine's. It's the show so hot they kicked it off Twitter. Netflix presents Spray Tan Orange is the New Black. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization. Donald Trump has been thrown in social media jail. Now he's forced to find a way to build his own app. At a certain point, you got to make deals. Will the big tech companies build a wall to keep him out? I don't think they like me very much. Or will his message end up in good hands? He referred to my hands. If they're small, something else must be small. I guarantee you there's no problem. I guarantee. Spray tan orange is the new black. A show so good, it's stupid. I love the poorly educated. Look. 
sunshine, one opportunity, seize everything you ever wanted, one moment, did you capture it? Yo, his palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs. But he keeps on forgetting what, what he wrote down. down. The whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth, but the words don't, don't come out. out. He's choking how? Everybody's choking now. The clocks run out. Time's, Time's up, up, over. Plow. Snap back to reality. Oh, oh there, there goes gravity. gravity. Oh, there goes gravity. He choke. He's so mad, but he won't give, give up, up baddies. He know he won't have it. He knows his whole back's to these ropes. It don't matter. He's dope. He knows that, but he's pro. He's so stagnant. He knows when he goes back to this mobile home, that's when it's back to the lab again, yo. This old rap city better go capture this moment and hope it don't do it. Fantastic. Uh, thank you for the request. That was a great one, too. I dig it. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, appreciate you being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome back to the show as we get ready to wrap up here. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Eminem and Lose Yourself. Thank you, by the way, for the request. That is absolutely phenomenal music. I love that song. Yeah, I was actually talking to my wife the other day how I felt like I actually, you know, this is weird, maybe. I feel like I liked his earlier stuff better. You know, back when he was a little bit sillier, his stuff today is a lot more serious. And, and I kind of liked the, the silliness of some of his earlier stuff. Not, not that it was silly. I'm not, it's not an insult. I thought it was his shtick. You know, it was like, that's what set him apart. It was, it, it was unique and, and awesome. And I, I really actually kind of liked that. Um, I'm not saying I'm not saying it wasn't serious. I'm just saying you know, like you had some of the sillier stuff and the sound effects, and you know the stuff he did with his voice was kind of you know Jim Carrey like, and some of the character that he put into his music, and and uh, I, I miss that is what I'm saying. I love his stuff, and I still like his new stuff. As a matter of fact, wasn't it on his latest album that he set a Guinness World Record for the fastest rap? Like he he set a Guinness World Record for the fastest rap ever you know um so and and i think i don't know if i've shared with the, with you this before my son landon he's actually he's been practicing on that rap he wants to be able to perform that rap and, and i should have a problem with it but i don't <laughs> i should i should not be condoning that but i think it's i think it's an actual talent the way he spits rhymes and and I mean, the speed of his rap and, and the way that he can do it and still enunciate and you can hear the words. It's great. So anyway, uh, yeah, I got, got a lot of love for, uh, for Eminem. I just, I, I do, I wish once in a while, like maybe he would, you know, give us a throwback to, to something silly. Uh, <laughs> you know, like my name is. I mean, that was fun. That was a really fun one, right? So uh, anyway, well, <laughs> there's, there's my three-minute symposium on Eminem's music. Uh, FYI, in summary, I absolutely love it. So, uh, hey, welcome back, everybody. Appreciate you guys being here. Um, yeah, Captain Planet says he's a legit rapper. That's, that's true. He is. Absolutely. 
Uh, welcome back to the show. Community Q&A is coming up here in just a moment. Spam it coming up. Uh, Joe says, hey, not to change the subject, but wasn't Panic supposed to be here today? Yes, he was. This one's on me. Listen, this one's on me. I actually have to take the blame for most of February. Okay, I'm very sorry. I have to take the blame for most of February. We were supposed to have him two weeks ago, and things happened, and, and we weren't able to coordinate. And that wasn't his fault. It wasn't my fault. This time, guys, I got stranded in another city, <laughs> okay? I got stranded in another city. I didn't even get a home today until after we would have already had to go on the air. This one wasn't his fault. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you this, and, and anybody can clip this. I'll probably clip it to it and send it to him. He, he's been on top of it this month. This one's on me. Okay, he sent me a message at 5.30 Eastern time this morning and says, hey, man, we never confirmed. I never got your questions for the devs. Uh, I want to be able to, to do good. That's what he said. And kudos to you, Panic. I appreciate that. I, I truthfully, and I'm not being sarcastic in any way, shape, or form, I appreciate that you wanted to be prepared. I appreciate that you wanted to come in and, and have relevant information and be able to communicate with our audience and answer their questions. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right? Your podcast was great, by the way. I listened to it. All right? Short, to the point, but I listened to it, and I thought it was good. Thank you. So I told him this morning, I said, listen, I'm either going to have to cancel or push back a few hours. I'm traveling. Flight's canceled. I'm stuck in another city. I'm not going to be home until after we would have already gone off the air. And he said, oh, he said, yeah, we'll have to. I can't, I can't go that late. Because I told him, I said, listen, it's going to be a minimum of, of 20 hundred hours UTC. And that just wasn't going to work. So um, it, that's when I got home, by the way. And I said, I'm still up to prep and do all this. So he said, hey, how about, we just, how about we just shoot for next Wednesday? And I said, okay. That's what we'll do. Uh, so this one's not on Panic. It's, it's totally on me. And I, and I apologize. Yes, Panic was supposed to be here. It was on me. I uh, just, you know, I mean, and is it on me that, that Dayton got covered in a foot of snow? <laughs> Maybe. But that's why I couldn't get home. All right, community Q&A blast coming up. Uh, you guys get your questions in the chat room. In 30 seconds, we will go into the community Q&A blast and answer your questions. Don't forget to mix in the silly with the gold, and we'll make sure and answer those. Also, coming up right after that, we will play our uh, game of Blurt today uh, and try to give away something out of the prize vault. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, today is the third Wednesday of the month, which also means a Spam It winner today. Uh, Spam It Winner today is coming up, and uh, we'll be drawing that for 500 uh, materials. Uncommon G3, Uncommon G4, or Uncommon G4 ship parts uh, of your choice. That's your choice today. 500 of those being given to uh, somebody, whether they're here or not. All right, if you're listening in podcast, this is your opportunity to win from this show, even though you may not have an opportunity to listen live. Join our Discord. Visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.online. Click on the button to join our Discord. It'll bring you straight in. When you do that, you'll find the room labeled Spam It, and you'll go in there, and you'll, you'll type anything, and the bot will catch you. You're automatically entered. It's just that easy, okay? You're registered, and then we do an off-air drawing, and... Uh, you know, you got like 24 hours to respond or something like that, okay? So very, very cool, and uh, we'll do that, okay? Are we ready for community Q&A blast, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, looks as though we could potentially be ready. Let's uh, set the timer. All right, let's uh, set the timer. Uh, five minutes, okay, Snake Eyes. Uh, welcome here, appreciate you being here. So, uh, five minutes are on the clock, community Q&A blast with your host, Ultimate DJs. Let's kick it 
off. Uh, where's the first question? Let me find the first question and then I'll and then we'll we'll start. Um, can I blame Panic anyway? I'm not going to count that as a legit question, but I mean, if you want to, I guess that's fine. Wasn't his fault though. Okay. Uh, Snipes, you got the first one. When are we getting officers in the pattern store? Very soon. Despite my crazy travels this week, I had a conversation today after I got home. So like in the last three hours, had a conversation about that. It's moving along and looks very promising. The looter says panic chatting uh, in next month as well. Yeah, we're going to try to get him in February, but of course we'll get him in March as well. USS Pokemon says any news on photon tokens? I have no updates. Uh, on photon tokens at this point, okay? Uh, Dirty Snowman says if they've already deactivated, deactivated the officers causing the exploit, why won't they say which ones? They're probably doing that so that more people who don't even know they're broken won't scream about them being broken and, and complain about it, okay? Uh, sorry, okay, the looter says, what's your favorite food? Uh, oh, gosh, it's probably got to be a well-prepared steak. Okay, I like that. JD7 says, can we get Rialta burn back, please? My Rialta is missing the burn. I understand. I have no updates other than what Panic said in the Q&A, which is at this time, there are no plans to revert that chain. Jerry Ryan says, what's the funniest joke you ever heard? <laughs> um, why? <laughs> Who did the fish call when his piano broke? The tuna. Piano tuna. <laughs> oh, I got a better one. I got a better one. What do you call uh what do you call a cow with uh, what is it? Oh, I'm messing this one up. Oh yeah, a cow with no legs. <laughs> I got what's a cow with no legs? Ground beef. Ha! <laughs> ah, ah, ah. Thank you. Um, okay. Bubba Joe says, when will we return the burn? Already answered that. Can we get a Borgified worm? Probably not. What do you mean an African or European swallow? I don't know what you're talking about, Omicron. Any hints to what the next series will be uh, released after this arc? I don't have hints prepared for you. As always, we will release hints between the two arcs. Uh, Fire Pew Pew says, transporter patterns is 5 of 10 in the conversation. Yes, 5 of 10 is in the conversation. Uh, that's, that's it. 813 says, what was your power destroyed before territory capture, and what is it now? I'll come back to that, Ape. I'll answer that question, but I, I, it would take too long to find it, all right? So remind me in a second, and I'll come back. Other than banners, what's the biggest bug that annoys you the most, and you want it fixed uh, not soon, but now? Man, that's a really good one. I mean, how about stability and bug crashes? I hate for my app to crash, and I hate the purple tiles, which, by the way, happens. All right? Thank you. I, I, yes, I'm going to probably say maybe just, you know, stability. Or lag, lag, lag. Nope, sorry. Stability's out. Lag. Territory capture lag. That's number one. Uh, That's El Cheapo says, why didn't we get talking in planes with DJs? Because, again, I was way up in the sky and I had no signal. And I thought, I even thought, I asked my, my coworkers, I was like, shouldn't there be Wi-Fi in this super nice expensive jet? No, there wasn't. All right. Um, why, were, why was I in Dayton? I was in Dayton for a work conference, like for my real life. Okay. It was, yeah, I had to, I had to go for a business meeting. Uh, Boaz says, we need a system for BPs like transporter shards where you can convert unwanted BPs for things you do want or need. Agreed. We've asked for that for a long time. It hasn't happened yet. Any Borg stuff coming up anytime soon like missions, etc., etc., says Goofy Names Rock. <laughs> yes, coming soon. All right, let's see what's better. What's better, tacos or steak? Oh, man. 
It depends on my budget that day, okay? If I don't have a whole lot of money, then it's tacos. If I got some money to spend, it's going to be on a nice medium rare filet. Maybe crab stuff, okay? Steak taco. <laughs> a steak taco. You win. All right, there you go. Shinjo says, new officers in a pattern store right after I spent 510 patterns today. Shinjo, listen, I'm kind of warned against that. We've been teasing this for several weeks. It's coming, all right, and it's coming soon. So, yeah, just like I've warned people not to spend their loyalty tokens, okay? Don't do that. Don't spend the loyalty tokens because, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I can't say, but my gut tells me photons are around the corner. So, yeah, I'd, I'd save that stuff. Lord Farquaad says server merges. No updates other than what we talked about last week. Omar says new ship on this arc. Not in this arc, all right? Arc 3, totally different. I don't know, but definitely not for arc 2. What's my favorite Eminem song? It, it, it could be Lose Yourself, but I also really like um, the one um, Without Me. I, I really, really like that. And then, of course, his early stuff, you know, like uh, My Name Is. It was one of my favorites. News on territory service rotation? No, nothing. Uh, any other factions from TOS coming in? Not that I'm aware of, Scaly. Okay, not yet. If they made a Lego set of one Star Trek item, what would you want the most, excluding the Enterprise? Oh, Borg Cube. Without a shadow of a doubt, uh, I'd be a Borg Cube. Why didn't Frodo just fly on the Eagles all the way to destroy the ring? I can't answer you on that one, Bull. And you, unfortunately, just wrapped up uh, the, the community Q&A blast with that right there. <laughs> I don't know why he didn't ride the eagle. I mean, whatever. All right. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Silliness. You're silly, sir. You're very, very silly. All right. Community Q&A blast. Another one in the books. Time to play a game. All right. There you go. Chala says it was a no-fly zone. There you go. That's why. All right. <laughs> yeah, Boaz says eagles are lame, and they said no. Okay. I guess, I, listen, you guys are talking about something I don't know about. Would, would it shock you to know that I've never actually watched all those movies? Like, like start to finish? I never have. Sorry. Is that, do, do I lose my nerd card if I haven't watched those? But, but I watched the Harry Potter stuff. All right. I didn't read the book either. Sorry. Yeah. I'm a bad nerd. Shame on me. Bad nerd. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Blurt. It's time for Blurt. The rules of the game are very, very simple. I'm going to give you 35 seconds, all right? We're going to increase this just a little bit. 35 seconds, and I'm dropping it down to five, all right? We're going to continue to iterate this game, all right? Uh, 35 seconds on the clock. You got to get five. I've got 10 prepared. They're super easy questions. Super easy. I know it's always been five, Boaz. That's why I'm changing it. Because the rules have been six, and I keep giving it away at five. So I figure there must be something in my head that's, like, triggering me at five. So we're going to try it, okay? Uh, the game is really simple. You got to blurt out the first answer that comes to your mind right at the tip of your tongue. If you got to spend more than a second on it, you got to pass. I've got ten total questions available. You only got to answer five correctly, and you win the prize. All right? The game is called Blurt, meaning you got to just blurt it on out of your mouth. All right? It's a very quick question, and I would very, very much like uh, to be able to play in voice. So let's find ourselves a winner right now, and that is going to be Hope 2021. Hope! Welcome to the show, Hope. Thank you for being here. Oh, yeah. Hope 2021 is a bit better is his nickname. What's up? He is in chat. Thank you. Are you able to play in voice today? Because I love this game in voice. This game is so much fun in voice. Can you please? Pretty, pretty, please. Even if you just go on push to talk, if you don't have a headset, 
If you don't have a headset, you can just do it on your phone. Just hold the button. We'll do it on speaker. We'll just do it on speaker, Hope. It's all good. All right, I clean it up. I'll make you sound good. Come on, Hope. Can you do it in voice? If you do it in voice, if you do it in voice, then it'll be more fun. Because nobody can hear your silly answers if you're in tech. <laughs> he might be trying. He's not typing at the moment. He might be trying to come in. I can't require he people. He waved. He waved. He waved. Is he coming in? Is he coming in? I know he's uh, here. He waved. Under yeah, he uh, he waved just a few seconds ago. All right. We'll see if we can get him in. All right. The game is blurred, and uh, we're going to get it in. We're going to try to play the game. Listen, if you have oh, to play. Left, left side. If you left have to play in in text, that's completely fine. I just It's more fun for everybody if we can all hear you know, your silly answers. So, ladies and gentlemen, the game is blurt. All right. Oh, man. He's having trouble. We're not going to be able to get him in. All right. Yeah, he's, he's having trouble. Okay, let's uh, we'll, we'll hook him up with something. We'll hook him up with something. Don't worry. Let's find somebody else real quick so we can play our game and get on out of here. Captain Caboose. <laughs> Captain Caboose, help me out here, buddy. Help me out here. Play the game. Captain Caboose is here. Can you please make your way into chat? Captain Caboose, please make your way into the uh, voice room. Your mic's broken. Don't use a mic. Use speakerphone, okay? Use speakerphone. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Do it. Text only, he says. Only text. All right, fine. Fine, 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 fine. Uh, his Discord is on his PC, and there you go. Okay, after all this, we're not going to get our voice player today. <laughs> all right, Captain Caboose, we are opening PM. All right. Hey there. Message me here. And uh, I'm going to give you 45 seconds. 45 seconds because you got to type your answer. Same rules apply. Ten questions. Get five right. Quickly pass if you don't know. And uh, we'll get the game underway. Okay, the game is blurt. And here we go. The timer will start after I finish reading the first question. 45 seconds are on the clock. Here we go. Caboose to wander from place to place aimlessly with no purpose. To wander from place to place aimlessly with no purpose. A heap of things lying on top of one another. A heap of things lying on top of one another. To play by improvising with other musicians without any planning. To play by improvising with other musicians without any planning. One of the hard-pointed growths on the head of cattle, sheep, or goats. One of the hard-pointed growths on the head of cattle, sheep, or goats. A person who is a member of an army. A person who is a member of an army. The hard outer surface of a loaf of bread. The hard outer surface of a loaf of bread. A gathering among people who have not seen each other in a long time. A gathering of people who have not seen each other in a long time. All right, and timer's up. Timer's up. Now, I did this a little bit differently, folks, okay? I did not stop because I decided that I wasn't going to try to count. Okay, I think that's what's messing me up as we go through the game. So I just kept asking questions until the timer runs out. We're going to go through the answers, and if he gets five right, then we are good to go. So let's go through and check these right now. Um, here we go. The first one, to wander from place to place aimlessly with no purpose. JD says, those questions weren't easy. <laughs> uh, Snake Eyes has it. The correct answer was Rome. Uh, he had stroll. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna count that one just yet. We're gonna see a heap of things lying on top of one another. Uh, he said pile. That is correct. A pile is what I was looking for. To play by improvising with other musicians without any planning. He said freestyle. 
I was looking for jam. I was looking for jam. Uh, let's see. The next one. One of the hard-pointed growths on the head of cattle, sheep, and goats. Uh, horn is what I was looking for. He got that one right. All right, so there's two, right? Are we, are we up at two? We've got two here so far. A member who is a, uh, a person who is a member of an army. He said soldier. Exactly right. That's what I was looking for. There's number three. The hard outer surface of a loaf of bread. He said crust. That's exactly what I was looking for. Uh, and finally, uh, a gathering among people who have not seen each other in a long time. He said group. I was looking for reunion. I was looking for reunion, which means he only got four. Um, but, uh, yeah, we got four. But, you know, listen, this is talking track. When do the games actually mean anything? All right, congratulations to you. We're going to hook you up, okay? We're going to hook you up. So you, guys, so you guys is like, wait, what the hell? <laughs> wait a minute, what the hell? What the hell a second? Uh, listen, you know what? Uh, here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. We'll, we'll make it a little bit. We'll make it so that he doesn't get the full prize. That's right. I like your idea, looter. I like your idea. Instead of picking three chests today, Caboose, instead of picking three chests, I'm going to let you pick two. Okay? So it slightly decreases your odds, but you still got a chance at a fantastic prize. Is that fair? I think that's completely fair. Okay? You got, you got a slightly smaller Caboose now. All right? Ladies and gentlemen, the chests have been randomized, okay? Uh, whoops, didn't mean to do that. Uh, there we go. The chests have been randomized. So, here we go, Caboose. I need you to pick two chests. Two chests, all right? I'm going to let you pick two, and then you get to pick your prize out of those two chests. He says eight and 15. Eight and 15. Chest number eight contains... Whoa! See, he didn't need three chests. He didn't need it. Chest number eight contains 500 uncommon materials or parts. Chest number 15. Oh, my God. Dude, you did you did good. Chest number five, or uh, sorry, 15. Chest number 15 contains five black jellyfish blueprints. Five jellyfish blueprints. Dang, yeah, both of those are really good choices. I'm actually curious about what you're going to do now, Caboose. What's your uh, what's your ops level? Captain Caboose. What is your ops level? You saving for that jelly? Yeah, those are two very good prizes. Dang, God. Five jelly blueprints or 500 uncommon materials. Caboose says, I'm at ops 35. I'm going to take the uncommon. Congratulations to you, sir. Very, very good. Congratulations. Thanks for playing, Caboose. I appreciate you being a good sport. Thank you for being here, and thank you for playing the game. But ladies and gentlemen, we're not done giving yet. We're not done giving yet. Let's head on up into the Spam-It room very quickly. we got to make somebody another winner, a second winner today of 500 Uncommon Materials. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you five more seconds. Five more seconds to spam that room. Get yourself registered. Looks like we got 354 players. 354 players registered. 355, 356. Do I have V? Do I have 357? Anybody 357? 357 here. 357 there. 357. We got a 358. Anybody got a 358? 358, 358, 358, 358. Sold to the 357. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that was bad, wasn't it? Oh, it just happened. 358 and 359. And now our winner comes in. Ladies and gentlemen, congratulations to VGO Reigns. 500 materials for you as well. 500 materials to VGO. Thank you. 
for being a registrant here on Talking Trek. Thank you for listening to the show. And ladies and gentlemen, that has to do it. All right, we're, we're like way out of time. Ladies and gentlemen, the Spam It Bot has been reset. Y'all go crazy. Go crazy in the Spam It Room. Our next Spam It Contest giveaway coming up after the first of the month. All right, that is coming up on Wednesday. March 3rd. Wednesday, March 3rd. It comes up. You guys get registered in the Spam It Contest and another 500 materials being given away Wednesday, March 3rd. In the meantime, I'd like to invite the rest of you to join our website. Go on over, check it out. That is TalkingTrekSTFC.online. TalkingTrekSTFC.online. There you're going to find links to all kinds of stuff. You're going to find links here to our Discord, which is where you need to be to win prizes. Come on into the Discord, okay? Come on in and listen live you got a chance to play but even then join and type in our spam it room you got a chance to win 500 materials every two weeks twice a month in this game we're giving it away also you're going to find links to our youtube channel please head on over there we did a podcast recap guys i'd really really appreciate it if you go and watch that youtube video okay share that around i know not everybody wants to listen to two hours of radio but we got 15 minutes wrapping it all up okay take that video watch it subscribe to the channel like the video share it with your team i'd very very much appreciate that thank you for doing that also while you're on the website please why don't you consider joining our patron program yes i know i don't ever ask for money i ask for it one time at the end of every show and i say hey consider maybe finding some value in this show and consider contributing financially to the future of Talking Track. I'd very much appreciate that. And you can be a gold member. You can have your name highlighted in gold for as little as $5 a month. All right, That's all you got to do, and I'd appreciate that very, very much. If you go and join the patron program, you'll be joining the like-mindedness of players just like you. Our other gold contributors include Gregor, Scott, Bankman, and I, Beglin, Big Country, Doom, Hank, Chuck's the Grunt, Pops, Dark Lord, Stevens, Aaron, JB, Ahab, Energy, Fukum, Thorn, Virtual Army, Jayberg, Morgul, DJ, Gurr, how about Red 2? Unhani, Just Skippy, Aceus, Dunk, Bojack, Ape, Crush, Jonathan Ingram, Jason, Tabby Moza, Regis, McRock, Lady Kess, Frank Gallo, Engineering Free Philly, Hudson, Doc31, Morpheus, Fartasia, Nick Burns, Cam, Coulter, NCN, Jetski, Wingnut, J Filler, Fluffy Puma, CCXN, Devil's Advocate, Goofy Names Rock, Leonidas, Olfino, Raxnar, Striker, V Ready, Jerry Ryan, Indie Dandy, Quack Fu, Mr. Fusion, Callus, Kingo 101. Silent Stabber. Sorry, lost one place. <laughs> Commander Taylor. Thank you. David Darks. Blue Mandalorian. Moxavian. Infinite Key. Maztec. The Professor. Chronic Break. The Egger. Spock the Avenger. Medic 213. Stony Dude. Fog and Farts. Ben Roby. Bubba Joe. Crazy Bob. Murph. Arian. Judge Kren. Karen. Cobra Bites. Not my game name. And our newest gold sponsor. Thank you very much. Sentinel for joining the patron program and supporting Talking Trek Live. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. My name is Ultimate DJs. I've been your host of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I love you. I mean it. I'll see you this weekend. Take care. Bye-bye.